Good morning, so welcome to another episode of the Local Procast. And today I'm going to do something a little bit different. Today I'm going to get, um, I'm going to start talking through some example sitemaps for different kinds of industries. And today I want to talk about the legal industry. So if you're not an attorney, you can go ahead and skip this episode and uh, and move on. If you are an attorney, you may find this to be useful as you're thinking about the information that you have on your own website and how it is uh, organized. So when we get back, we'll dive into the kind uh, a potential sitemap idea for a uh, an attorney that would you know make it easy for people to find your information online, ultimately schedule or book an appointment with you, and also rank in Google. All right, when we get back. We'll dive into prospective sitemaps for attorneys. Local businesses are the heart of their communities. Often they're the first people ask for sponsorships and are the first ones willing to give on top of frantically trying to grow their businesses. The problem is that they're facing increasing pressure from bigger, better funded, more tech-savvy companies. So how does a less than tech-savvy business push back in order to attract, retain, and engage more of their dream customers while growing profits? That's the question that this podcast will give you the answer to. My name is Jesse Flores and welcome to the Local Procast. Imagine that you are an attorney or you are uh, in the process of trying to get your new website and you're in the process of trying to get your new website put together and you're trying to organize your information. So I've talked before about what a sitemap is and how important it is to group information. Um, chances are if you're an attorney, you're already used to things like taxonomies and classifications and organizing and putting information into different categories. And so what I want to do is share today some of the common things that I think make for a really successful site uh, sitemap for uh, an attorney or for someone who practices law. So um, at the highest level, you're, you're going to certainly have your homepage. Every website needs a homepage. Um, and then you'll probably should also have an about page. And particularly in the case of an attorney, building stress, or sorry, trust, stress. Building trust is uh, really important. Don't Please don't build stress. That would not be so good. Uh, people are already stressed when they're coming to you. They're looking to, for it to be reduced, right? So an about us is going to be a really important part of your sitemap as well, because people are going to want to know um, about the firm and, and ultimately humanize it a little bit. Now, common groupings of information that you should then probably consider. One is locations. If you are a large enough firm to have multiple locations, you want to make sure that you've got a locations grouping and that you've got in your locations uh, attributes, if you will, so each location page has an address, a phone number, and ideally its own Google business profile um, with a, a map that you can then link to so people can get there, um, either get driving directions to that uh, to a particular office based on where they need to go. Um, but at the very least, having each of your locations articulated and described with especially your name, address, and phone number is going to make it much easier for each of those locations themselves to show up in search engines. Now, you also are going to want to have another grouping of information be your attorneys, especially if you have uh, more than, you know, call it one or two or three attorneys. You want your attorneys to have their own grouping. Um, you want to then have a related grouping of uh, practice area to your attorney. So you also want to have your practice areas as their own type. Now, here is where things can get a little bit um, uh, can start to get a little bit potentially confusing. Um, so if you've got multiple practice areas, but you break them down into different types of practices, maybe you've got a lot of tax, maybe you're, you've got a tax services and you've got a lot of service, sub-services. Maybe you also do, you know, 
uh, some other kind of business practice and you've got a lot of subservices, what you may want to do in that case is still keep the grouping to be the practice area, but use categories or tags inside of your CMS, um, which is a content management system. Use categories or tags to then organize the services by the subcategories that they belong to. So you would create uh, a taxonomy for practice area and then use ca uh, use um, categories or tags for sub-practice areas or, or for grouping those practice areas into subgroups rather. Okay, So you're going to want a homepage and about us. You're going to want attorneys as a grouping and there'll be probably n number of attorneys. Practice areas as a grouping n number of 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 those as well. Um, you should, if you're an attorney, you should definitely be publishing a consistent blog. In fact, that's how you're going to probably get most of your website traffic will be through your blog. It's also a way for people who are looking for experts to demonstrate or, or to learn that you are in fact an expert. Even if people don't read all of your blogs and they won't, at the very least seeing it and clicking through and finding that information will make it clear to them that you are an authority. Um, if you have any other types of things that you do, let's call it, you know, press or media, those should also be organized together as a particular grouping. Now, an argument could be made, especially if you don't do a lot of it, for saying that those should just be blog posts and live in your blog. Um, if you don't do a lot of press or media or do, you know, you have your own radio show or whatever, um, then it can make sense to just make those individual posts. But I would generally keep your blog focused on content that you want to rank for and content that is useful for your um, uh, prospective audience as opposed to for, you know, promoting things like press releases and, and whatnot. But again, you can do that if you don't do a lot, especially. On your, um, on your uh, site, you also want to make sure that you've got calls to action um, for if you do a free consultation. So you've got a call to action for that. Um, and certainly phone numbers, uh, that is really, really important for an attorney. It's really important for all sorts of service businesses. I don't know why more businesses are, are not highlighting their phone numbers as they, much as they used to, but you definitely want to have a phone number on there. If for no other reason, even if you don't get a lot of calls, it shows people that you're open to receiving calls. And that in and of itself is a good signal that, um, you are somebody that, that they might find trustworthy and, and helpful. Um, one thing that we, sh we should also think about maybe is live chat. Of course, you want to make sure you've got your disclaimers and you know this better than I do that, you know, nothing you get on the live chat would be, um, you know, legally binding. It's not a formal con consultation or whatever it is. Um, so people are aware, but it's something to, uh, to think about at least to help people route <clears throat> themselves into the appropriate, um, area of your website or to book an appointment with a, uh, a book an initial appointment with a, with a potential attorney. Again, obviously don't use it for giving advice so much as you would use it for um, lead generation. That's really the way to think about, about that. So again, if you're, if you're an attorney and you're thinking about your own website sitemap, again, those groupings would be obviously your home and about page would be kind of one-off pages, your contact page probably as well. Uh, but then you would group things like your, uh, locations again, focusing on name, address, and phone number, and having Google Map idea ideally having Google Maps for each of those locations. Um, your uh, individual attorneys would be a grouping of information. Your practice areas would be a grouping of information. Your blog would be a grouping of information. And uh, with your attorneys, you would subcategorize if you had a lot of them. Uh, sorry, for practice areas, if you had a lot of them, you would subcategorize using categories. And then in terms of relationships, you would want to make sure you've got relationships established between 
your attorneys and your practice areas so people can get back and forth between attorneys and practice areas easily as they're trying to navigate. So hopefully you found this helpful. Um, we'll create a checklist that you can download on or get access to from our website. So that way, as you are uh, thinking about your own sitemap for your you know, legal website, we are uh, we will keep that updated in case there are things. I'm sure there are things that I forgot, but those are the main things, and we'll keep our checklists updated so that you can download them and have them as a point of reference for any new website that you develop. So hopefully you found this helpful. If you did, please take a second to like and subscribe. Um, if you need the checklist, go over to our site and download the checklist. It's going to be probably superwebpros.com slash resources, or in the show notes here, we'll have a link directly to it. Um, and if you know any other attorneys, if you know an attorney who might find this helpful, please take a second to share this with them. All right. Thanks so much. Have a great day and we'll talk soon. Bye.